everyone. Welcome to our Strong Mind, Strong Body podcast. I'm your host, Angie Miller. Today, it's just me and you. So thank you for joining me. We are going to do a special segment together. It's called Seven Habits That Sabotage Success. Because I think that no matter how driven you are to succeed, there's certain sneaky habits like when we pretend to be productive or we get easily sidetracked that create these unforeseen obstacles to us actually getting where we want to be. So that's what we're here to talk about today. I'm going to talk about how you can spot bad habits that sabotage your success, but better yet, how you can turn them into positive habits that propel you forward. So again, welcome to my Strong Mind, Strong Body podcast. I am so glad you are here. And keep in mind that these habits that I'm going to share with you are not the end all be all. You might have some yourself. You can weigh in. You can always write to me. You can share your feedback. I'm always open to hearing that. So one of the things that I think we do, one of the habits that I think we do that sabotages our success is we mistake busy for productive. So productivity is productivity, right? To a degree, I would say, yes, productivity is productivity. After all, it feels pretty good if you can get your house cleaned or you can get your email inbox all cleaned out. But if we're talking about how to actually move forward toward our goals, the ones that guide us to professional success, however you might define that, then other unrelated tasks don't really apply in this situation. They might be essential, and we know that time has to be set aside to do all those things that we need to do. But if your goal is that Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., you are going to build your coaching business, and that is that time block that you've set aside, then anything outside of you doing just that is not forward progress. And there again, that should be safe for later outside of those hours that you set for building your coaching business. In other words, if you find yourself saying things like, well, I didn't work on creating content for my coaching business today and I didn't meet with any clients, but gosh, I got the best workout in or I walk my dog or I clean my house, then it's probably a good sign that you're not actually on a straight path to working on your goals. Um, you're not maybe spending your time wisely moving forward. So let's face it, procrastination can take on the disguise. You know, we can feel busy, but not necessarily be productive. So how do we turn that negative productivity into positive productivity? We do just that. I think that it's important that you set aside certain professional hours to work on your professional goals. If you don't find a balanced schedule that leads to a balanced life, however that looks to you, it's going to be difficult to feel good about your accomplishments, let alone get to your end goals. So the second thing that I think we do that sabotages our success is I think that we get caught up in focusing on profit over passion. So again, I'm Angie Miller. This is Strong Mind, Strong Body, and I'm talking to you about seven habits that could potentially sabotage your success, no matter how well-intended you are in your efforts. So sometimes I think that we get so caught up in 
profit over passion and purpose. And you know what? None of us wants to work for free. We all need to make a living. But I also think that if your sole driver to success is that you make money or that you attain certain status or notoriety or you gain recognition from other people, but in fact, you lack passion and purpose, I think it's going to be hard to maintain motivation over time. And I think that people are going to sense that. So after all, money and external rewards. Those are external versus internal drivers, and they aren't completely within our locus of control. Because let's face it, I can follow my passion and I may never achieve global notoriety, but at the end of the day, I followed my passion. So how do we focus on purpose rather than profit? I think that you remember that your purpose is your calling. And you trust that ultimately, if you follow your calling, it will lead you to what matters most. And I'm not sure what that is because only you get to define that. But think about it. I bet that we've all had experiences with people who we can sense that they're completely burned out or they're only in it for the money, who don't really care whether you're a satisfied customer or not. And, you know, those types of people, they're not hard to spot. Those types of businesses we don't really appreciate. Maybe it was a teacher that you had in the past. Maybe it was a trainer or a medical provider. It could be your hairdresser. But on the other hand, I would guess that you can also name people that you've had experiences with who are truly passionate. And you can tell that they're doing what really speaks to them. You probably want to invest in them. And my guess is if you sense their passion and you sense that they have a story behind that passion and they're ultimately motivated to serve you, my guess is you're going to be willing to pay those people more money. And that's where the money comes from. It's not necessarily the primary driver, but it is the end result if you're leading from purpose. So remember, passion is what makes you want to put your feet on the floor in the morning. It's also what makes work not really feel like work. And purpose is whatever drove you to help people in the first place. So may your purpose and your passion lead you to great wealth if that's what you want. But more importantly, I hope that it inspires you, it empowers you, and it continues to drive you to make a difference one person and one day at a time. Because I feel like we need people like you in the industry. We need people like you who are driven by your purpose and your story. And you really are leading from that space. So the third thing, again, I'm Angie Miller. This is Strong Mind, Strong Body. And I'm talking to you about seven habits that might potentially sabotage success. So the third thing is sometimes you might think more than you do. And I just did a great podcast on this where we overthink. And my guest talked about how sometimes when we do that, we think that thinking is doing and we get stuck thinking instead of taking action steps. So sometimes you might create these what if scenarios and you try to control all the variables. That's what I call it. Like, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if this goes wrong? And uh, you're trying to make sure that you're fully ready. But I always think about that saying from Lorne Michaels of Saturday Night Live, where he says, the show doesn't go on because it's ready. It goes on because it's 1130 or whatever time it is. In other words, if we wait to be ready, 
chances are we're never going to feel ready because how do we define ready until we get out there and we put ourselves out there? So remember, I did a an episode recently on toxic overthinking. I also did one on the truths behind starting a coaching practice. And she talked about, my guest talked about how one of her initial mistakes was thinking that she had to have her website built. She had to know her ideal client. She had to have all her materials perfectly designed before she even took on her first client. And she was like, whoa, 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 actually take on some clients. Then you'll know who your target client is. Then you'll know how to properly develop your website. And then from there, you take on another client and another client. And how you're going to help them is going to evolve as you're working with clients. So you'll figure out what kind of client do I most want to serve? You'll figure out like what are their pain points and how do I help them solve those pain points? You'll nuance your program and your offer. And then you know, you'll get all this put in order. But if you wait to get started until you feel like you have it all under control, chances are you won't get started. And plus, experience can't hold a candle to putting you know, to your credentials and education. You have to start practicing with people, your actual clients, okay? So I think that the fourth thing, the fourth habit that we, we buy into that kind of sabotages our success is that we externalize blame and we make excuses. And you know what? I have a podcast coming up on why blame keeps us stuck. And I really hope you listen to this because I really feel like blame just disempowers us. And when we make excuses, we're just not motivated to figure out solutions. So blaming others and making excuses, it might feel good in the moment, you know, if it's someone else's fault, then, you know, it's someone else's fault, right? I mean, what can you do about it? But if it's your business, ultimately, it doesn't matter who made the mistake or why something went wrong. It just matters that you fix it. I mean, think about it. If the roof on your house starts leaking, it doesn't really matter that the people who did the roof did it wrong. All you want is to find somebody to come out and fix the roof so that it stops leaking so you don't have internal damage into your home, right? Because we all get annoyed when we call a business and we say, you know what, this didn't work or that didn't work. And they start making excuses or worse yet, they blame their employees, which is, of course, the employees that they hired. And so you're thinking, I don't want to hear your excuses. I just want you to fix my problem. So how do we go from excuses to accountability? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Because I think that the key is you have to remember where you have positive control and it's not over other people. It's not over their mistakes. It's not over what they said or what they did, but you do have positive control over your business, your brand, and it's your responsibility to kind of pick up the pieces when they crumble. And I think that's the most empowering thing that there is. So instead of focusing on what went wrong, try to focus on what could go right, how you can fix it, what you can learn and how you can move forward. Because remember, placing blame and making excuses is a barrier to seeking solutions. It keeps us focused on the past, what went wrong versus the future, how to find solutions. All right. 
So again, I'm Angie Miller. I'm talking about these habits that might sabotage your success if you're not aware of them, because some of them are sneaky and we're not even, we don't even recognize that we fall into the trap. So the fifth one is you focus on outcome over process. So getting where we want to be, getting where you want to be, you know that's a process. You know that it takes time. After all, you train clients. You know it's a process to get them where they want to be. And if they're only focused on the end goal, it can be difficult to keep them present-minded and focused. And so it's the same thing with us. If you get caught up in outcome or the end result, I think that's where fear kicks in. And I also think that's where imposter syndrome sets in, because I think that that's where you start to feel overwhelmed. I know that that's my biggest glitch. That's the thing that has sabotaged my success more than anything, is seeing the big picture and only being able to focus on that. And then I get kind of stuck in fear and I start to get imposter syndrome and wonder how am I going to actually get where I want to get. It's like looking at the top of a massive staircase and then thinking, how do I get to the top and forgetting? It's very simple. One step at a time, right? And then one step empowers you to take the next step. So how do you focus on process over outcome? I think that we have to shift our focus from what's way out there to what's right here. Again, what's within our positive control. And that's today. That's actionable steps that we can take today. At the end of the day, if you were to ask yourself, what did I do? What kind of action steps did I take today to work on my business? You should have some concrete answers. So it's one day, one step at a time. It means that we have to create this timeline. We have to commit to these daily goals that get us closer to the end result. And we have to avoid future tripping, which is what I call getting caught up in what could be or what might be and staying where we are today. So remember that the process of getting there, that's always better than the end result. Because here's what I really believe. There really is no end result in a profitable, um, successful business. Because I think that it just means that if you're doing your business well, you're cultivating, you're refining, you're growing all throughout the existence of your business. You're growing your brand and you're growing as a person and as a professional. There is no end result. There's no finite finish line because you're always evolving. All right. So number six, another habit that I think sabotages our success is we lead with emotion. And here I am sitting here talking to you as a therapist, as a trainer, and I'm thinking, gosh, I lead from emotion a lot. And that's why I really wanted to add this one in. Because whenever someone says, hey, Angie, it's not business, it's personal. I always say, you know what? Business is personal because my business is part of my identity and it's my passion and my purpose. So that is personal. But I have to be careful. And I think some of you do too, not to let emotion override sound decision making. So how do we take emotion out of the equation and we apply sound decision-making principles? Well, I don't think you have to throw emotion out completely, but I think that you do have to remember data-driven stuff is what counts, right? You should be leading with data, research, considering your return on your investment, maybe collaborating, drawing from your experience and the experiences of others. 
listening to your mentors and recognizing that decisions that are emotionally driven can overlook some of the most essential elements of success. Like again, what makes sense financially, what meets the needs of your target audience, what is best in the long run, and what's going to help you get where you want to go. So we can listen to our gut, but we can also apply sound business practices that will lead us to success. So again, I'm Angie Miller. This is Strong Mind, Strong Body. It's you and me today. And we're talking about habits that might potentially sabotage your success. And I think number seven, last but not least, it's when we try to do it alone. Speaking of mentors, and I just mentioned mentors, I think that sometimes you, me, we all do it. We get into this mindset that, well, if I want it done, I have done a run, dump, bleh. if I want it done right, I have to do it myself. Oh, how many times have I said that to myself? And I wonder if you have to. You know, it's your business, it's your baby, and you start to think that only you can do it right. But what if other people really actually can be a major asset to your brand. So how do you do it your way, but also invite the expertise of others? I think that you have to remember that mentors and people who hold expertise and experience outside of yours can be invaluable to your success. I think sometimes we have to put in money to get money back, right? I've had to put in money to have my website designed and then redesigned. And then I'm going through another website redesign because as you nuance your brand, you're going to need people to help you in places where you don't thrive. And so to that point, one of the things that my guest talked about when she was talking about, you know, um, how to build a coaching practice, she said, don't build your website first, because you don't even you haven't even nuanced your ideal client, you haven't nuanced your message, you're going to end up paying more in the long run, because you're going to keep having to redesign it. I only redesign my website every, you know, five years, maybe more depending on what my target audience is, what my main structure is, what the audience is that I'm going after and what I'm offering. So web design, marketing assistance, coaching and mentoring can always help you level up and go beyond your wildest dreams of success. Not to mention, I think the support of family and friends is invaluable. I think that if you get too caught up in my way or the highway, or I think that's when you get in your way, you get boxed in and you miss out on all that creativity and expertise of other people. And most of all, I think you risk burnout. So know where you shine, know where you don't shine, and don't be afraid. Trust the expertise of others in areas where you feel like it's a sticking point and you know you would get further if you asked other people for help. So again, I'm Angie Miller. I really appreciate you joining me for the Strong Mind, Strong Body episode on seven habits that could potentially sabotage your success. Definitely email me. I'm Angie at AngieMillerFitness.com. You can follow me on Instagram at AngieMillerFitness or social media. You can message me if you have an idea for a segment or if you have any questions or input. But thank you for everything you do. Keep doing what you love and loving what you do. And I'll see you next time. 